Tracy Freeman here. Welcome to another episode of Your Success DNA. Oh, yep, I said it, DNA, doing daily needed actions. This show is here every single day to give you the ideas and that daily motivational oomph to help you reach your dreams, desires, and goals. You heard it. I didn't say Success Atlas Tips this time. I Success DNA. So I was thinking about a new show, a uh, new name for the show, and I've been polling the folks out there and I got a couple of bits of feedback but then yesterday actually this weekend so it was more like Saturday Saturday afternoon and I was working on a new program that I'll be releasing soon and we'll talk more about that later but literally I was sitting there writing down the, the content writing through the content and rereading it and suddenly BAM out of nowhere it was like success DNA ooh I like that and I literally grabbed a scratch sheet of paper and actually got it sitting right here and what is it it's not Oh, it's um, it's a little statement from my bank. It's a little notice in the in the mail that came from my bank. So I just really grabbed it, folded it in half, and I wrote down uh, success DNA. Do necessary action. And uh, do you do that? I mean, do you get these little ideas out of the blue? You know, you're doing something else completely different. I, I mean, of course you do. I mean, I know I'm asking you. I mean, we all do. But here's the thing: so many of us we don't write them down. And we don't store them someplace so that we can recall them. So that always, always, when you get some idea, what you want to do um, is you want to write it down. And if you, here's what's going to happen is if you stop and you write it down or even grab your cell phone and call yourself and leave yourself a message so you don't forget it. If you do that, you'll keep getting the new ideas, right? Because your mind's saying, hey, you're listening to me. I just gave you a great idea. Oh, well, you're not listening to me? Yeah, so next time you ask me for some ideas, yeah, I'll think about maybe giving you one. Or I just won't. So, however, if you, if you stop and you write it down or you, you put it into your phone, you text yourself. I mean, I've got a number of texts to myself and messages from myself when I got these little pops of ideas. And, and so I keep getting these little, these little regenerative ideas. And it's, it's, it's a good technique, so remember to do that. So how do you feel today? Monday, another big day, right? Because coming off of a holiday week, if you're here in the United States, you had July 4th. Hopefully yours was awesome. But um, how do you feel? I always ask on Mondays, how do you feel? And then the question becomes, how do you want to feel? You're going into the new week. you got some ideas of what's in front of you. Good, bad, and different. And you know if your life's anything like mine, you're going to step into your week and... Probably by the second step, it's going to start to change. But you have an idea of what it's going to be like. So if you think about how you feel now, then how you want to feel as you're taking those steps, you can keep pushing yourself in the direction of how you want to feel. If you don't think about how you want to feel, then you're going to start being guided by the world around you and people are going to get you to feel the way they want you to feel. And that's not always the way you want to feel. So, so remember that. Pause for a few minutes today, this morning, as you're on your way to work, or running down the road, getting your exercise on the treadmill, whatever it is. How do you want to feel? Okay? So here's the point where I would normally kind of give you a little tease, remind you to get your free copy of Write Your Success Story. And in case you haven't popped by the website recently, um, you if you haven't, you haven't noticed it. it's gone through a major overhaul. Um, so if, and if, you, if you have, let me know what you think. So I want, you, I want everybody... Stop on by YourSuccessAtLast.com and let me know what you think. Good, bad, indifferent, whatever. Give me some suggestions. Give me your thoughts. Let me know what's going on. I mean, I'm, I'm putting it out there for you. So, literally to me, your opinion counts. 
and, and here's what's going on. The overhaul is kind of in prepare, preparation. Ooh, my tongue just tripped over my eye teeth and I can't see what I'm saying. Uh, the overhaul is in, is in preparation for some upcoming excitements and I'll probably chat about that a little later. Maybe not today, but certainly uh, tomorrow at least. But I have some new stuff that's coming down the pipeline. I'm getting ready to put it out and this overhaul is going to help facilitate that. And I, I could have done it with the old layout and the way the website was before. It wouldn't have been quite as user friendly or appealing to the eye. And the old layout, it wasn't responsive. And, and what that means is, is, um, is when you're looking at it on an iPad, sometimes you got to move the screen back and forth to read everything, right? Um, and my numbers show me that about, I think about 46 to 52% of my audience is really consuming my content from their iPad or even their iPhone. So I'm trying to be mindful of how you guys are consuming their information. So it'll make it a little easier for you. So anyway, stop by the website. Let me know what you think. And then later on this week, I'm thinking, I think it's going to be tomorrow. It's going to be Wednesday at the latest, but I'm going to try and get it for you tomorrow. I want to let you know about the surprises coming for you so you'll come back and see it for yourself. No, I'm not going to tell you right now. I know you want me to. Come on, Trudy, please. No, I'm not going to tell you right now. But it's some, it's some good stuff about boosting your brain power and enhancing your self-esteem and, and, and helping you with your focus. No, no, no. It's not that little blue pill. No, no, no. Come on, guys. Let's be nice now. And it's not Ritalin, but you're going to like it. All right. So anyway, things have been happening here and you're getting on the ground floor. So I want you to hear the upcoming shows that are coming up this week. And I'm going to give you the scoop. What's, uh, give you, help you get the scoop hot off the press. So today we're going to talk about a little bit of motivation and how you can be motivated by you can't. Oh man, we hear that so much. I hate it. And if you're anything like me and a lot of you are, in the good ways, of course, right? There's often a no better motivator than having someone telling you you can't. I mean, I remember as a kid, I was being told as a kid, that I, I had asthma. I had pretty acute asthma. And I was told I couldn't play sports. Yet I did. Learned lots of martial arts, played lots of sports, everything from soccer to baseball, ran track a bit. Uh, I think my uh, first... So in my 8th and ninth grade, I ran on the track team. They were told me I couldn't paint in color because I was colorblind. Yeah, I did. Got a beautiful couple of beautiful pictures. Did about three or four of them. And I was done with it, right? I was told I couldn't lead a team in corporate America. Yet I did. Multi-million dollar company. I did it. I was told I couldn't create the software that they were asking for within the parameters they gave. Yet I did. You see, for me, and I know for lots of you that are out there, being told that you can't, oh, it's nothing more than make you want to go out there and prove them wrong, right? Right? I mean, it depends on who it is sometimes, right? I mean, here's another thing. We've all heard the story about, you know, that five-time MVP, the NBA MVP, Michael Jordan. We heard that story about, about him being cut by his high school basketball coach. Basically, he was being told, you can't play basketball. Right? Can you believe that? Someone told Michael Jordan, of all people, that he couldn't play basketball. Well, I was going to go through the details of this as an, as, as an example for today's story, but I also read somewhere that might not be entirely true. That might be a bit of an urban legend. So I'm not going to go to that one, but I do have a couple others to share with you, right? And if we want to stay in the sports arena, David Beckham comes to mind. Now, from his earliest 13, David had this dream of playing professional soccer. Now, over course, across the pond, as they say, it's known as football. However, I'm in the States. I'll call it soccer. There. Now we all know what we're talking about. 
But, you know, I, I, think, I believe it was at 13, maybe it was at 14, I, I believe it was at 13, a coach literally gave him that you can't speech and told him, you know, you're never going to play for England because you're too small and you're not strong enough. Now, this is back in a time when being the soccer players were pretty big and pretty burly. You know, but David Beckham? Really? That ranks right up there with Michael Jordan. I mean, he's like the Michael Jordan of soccer. You know, yeah. In, you know, here's the, here's the thing. I read that it, it crushed him. Our young would-be superstar, right? It crushed him temporarily. You see, at 13, he still had that teen angst, that rage, that he was going to prove his coach wrong, that he was going to prove that he could play soccer professional. Well, as we all know, he went on to ch literally change the face of soccer. Right? The way he played and his ability to score and, and handle the ball really changed the face of soccer as we know it today. Now, I'm, I'm not an avid soccer player, but I know over the years, I, I spent a number of years in Europe, I've seen the, the style of, of soccer play change. Uh, and he went on to become, you know, the uh, captain of the British team for like, what, six years? Literally probably one of the most popular athletes in the world. At least one of the most. And of course, you know, we have Michael Jordan again. Um, but, oh, okay, Tracy, you know, um, yeah, I don't play basketball. I don't play soccer. Heck, I don't even like sports. Mm, okay, here's one. How about Julie Hagnett? Her life, all her life, she'd been told, you can't this. You can't achieve that. Going back as far as elementary school, school teachers told her parents that she was a slow learner, quote unquote, right? That she would be fortunate to even graduate high school. Well, how motivating is that? Well, literally, she showed them she graduated at the top of her class with honors. While still in high school, though, her counselor went and told her, you know, you really can't go into a major university. You probably should apply to a community college. Well, guess what? She went on to receive her master's degree in education from Stanford University. Yeah, so much for you can't. And while she was still in as a freshman, she started off as a freshman in UCLA. Uh, the president of the firm that she had uh, did her, I think, law office apprenticeship told her that she had her goals set too high. That you can't do those things. And she's quoted as saying that in all these instances, every single time, she replied with, yes, I can. Yes, I will. Yes, I'm going to. And then, then she DNA'd it. She did the needed action. Yeah, success DNA. How about that? So you see, here's the thing. Stories like this are so interesting to us. Perhaps because we like to root for the underdog like Rudy. Hey, put him in, coach. Or perhaps we've been that underdog. Right? We've had our you can's. Mm, right? We gave up. We, and so maybe we live vicariously through the, the, the heroes in these stories. Whatever the reason is, I'm here to tell you that you can. If you will just get up and DNA it. Do the necessary actions. Rinse and repeat. See, I know. I know because I've had it. I know you've had someone tell you you can't. Right? That you can't do this. Or you can't be that. Or you can't go there. This is a coach. Your mentor. About a trusted friend or worse yet, a family member. Was it the one person that you really thought or hoped or needed to be on your side? Well, without making any offenses to any of them, let's be honest here. The one person that you have to ultimately have on your side, yeah, is you, right? 
You knew that. You know I was going to say that. So, isn't that the one person that's telling you you can? Well, wait. Even you're saying you can't? Well, wait a minute. You know, like Henry Ford says, whether you think you can't, you think you can't. You're right. So the next time, and every time after it, when you hear that big voice in your head, because you know there's no, no little voices in your head, when you hear that big voice in your head, or any other voices in your life telling you that you can't, flashback to Miss Hadnut's discouraged counselor, or Mr. Beckham's old frustrated coach, and tell them you get, telling them that they can't. And I want you to tell them, I can, I will, I'm going to. Get mad, get angry, get motivated. And then get going. All right. All right. Well, maybe not get angry, but use that anger energy in a positive way, right? Okay. So here's what's coming up this week. So Tuesday, we're going to stand out from the crowd. We're going to talk about standing out from the crowd by being the real you. Wednesday, we're going to talk about performers versus pretenders. They're out there. Let's talk about them a bit. Which one are you? On Thursday, what's the best way to give others what they need? Yeah, it's by getting what you need. Hmm? It's not greedy. No, no, it's not selfish. All right. And then on Friday, we're going to finish off the week by turning you around, getting back on track. Okay, so that's about what we have wrapped up for the week. So I guess I'm going to sign off like I have for so many years now by saying think successfully and take action. Thanks for stopping by. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.